Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Protests over the death of a woman in police custody in Iran. Also ahead, the new school season and the old problem of truancy. I'm Dick Iuliano. Students in Montgomery County are struggling to keep up in math. I'm Luke Luker. The free ride and the I-66 express lanes now officially a thing of the past. Good morning, it's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Matt Piper in New York. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has declared a state of emergency ahead of Tropical Storm Ian. The storm is expected to rapidly strengthen today and could hit Florida Tuesday as a major hurricane. Kelly Katz is a meteorologist with our partners at the Weather Channel. Just about all of Florida is in that forecast cone. Now remember, the forecast cone is the prediction for the center of the storm. Preparation should be done now because we do think the storm will start to impact places like the Keys as we head towards Monday. Ian is a different storm system from Fiona which washed houses into the sea in Canada when it landed as a powerful post-tropical cyclone yesterday. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has canceled his trip to the funeral of Japan's assassinated former Prime Minister due to Fiona. We're seeing reports of significant damage in the region and recovery is going to be a big effort. We will be there to support every step of the way. Weather is also the big story in an island country of Southeast Asia prone to disasters. CBS's Christopher Cruz. Typhoon Noru strengthened at sea in what forecasters call an explosive intensification, prompting evacuations from high-risk villages as it approaches the northeastern Philippines. Officials say coastal communities could be hit by tidal surges as high as 10 feet. The Fed's historic rate hike this week marks the largest six-month increase in 41 years, and people are starting to make changes already. CBS's Michael George. The Federal Reserve hiked interest rates again in an effort to cut inflation by slowing the economy. But that also means higher credit card interest and mortgage rates. D.C. realtor Tiffany Renwick says she's seeing lower income Americans look for alternatives. People are actually looking at sharing homes. And CBS's Jim Crisula has more on home ownership being more difficult for some. With mortgage rates above 6% for the first time since 2008, home sales have slowed. The number of first Time home buyers has dropped by 50% in some areas. It's really taken the first time home buyers out of the market. Lacrosse, Wisconsin mortgage loan professional Rhonda Britton doesn't see mortgage rates dropping anytime soon. We're not going to see much change from now to the end of the year. Well, it was a great night for a baseball game, but Aaron Judge went homerless for the fourth straight game and remained one shy of Roger Maris's American League record of 61 as the New York Yankees beat the Boston Red Sox 7-5 to close in on their first AL East title since 2019. Could it happen tonight? The Yankees host the Red Sox at 7.08 p.m. Eastern Time. This is CBS News. When you think of hiring, think of Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 503 on Sunday, September 25, 2022. 59 degrees, increasing clouds, afternoon showers, highs in the upper 70s.
Good morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. D.C. police are searching for a car connected with a Saturday morning murder in Southeast. Detectives say they're looking for a white Kia Optima sedan with Ohio license plate JAU. 3816. They say the car was last seen on 30th Street Southeast near the Winston Education Campus. That's where officers found 62-year-old Arthur Harrison Jr. He'd been shot. Paramedics tried to revive Harrison, but he died at the scene. If you missed that Ohio license plate police are looking for, you can see the story online. Find that at WTOP.com. And a 32-year-old man was shot dead in Northeast D.C. Saturday morning. This happened in, in the 2300 block of 15th Street in Northeast. That's where police found the man suffering from a gunshot wound. The victim has been identified as David Scott of Northeast. Police are offering a $25,000 reward for information in the case. And protesters, many of Iranian-American heritage, took to the downtown D.C. streets Saturday night showing solidarity with ongoing protests in Iran. The demonstrations were sparked by the death of Masa Amini, a young woman who died in police custody earlier this month over a violation of Iran's strict religious dress code. She was detained for allegedly wearing her hijab too loosely in public. Protesters in D.C. carried posters and pictures of Amini throughout downtown. Now, kids are supposed to be back in school, but some kids don't show up, and that's why truancy programs are getting into full swing. Throughout the D.C. area, there are truancy prevention programs, and in Prince George's County, there is even a truancy court. But that court, while it can and does hold parents accountable for sending their children to school, the ultimate goal isn't to penalize the parent. It really is compliance. Prince George's County State's Attorney, Ayesha Braveboy, says she'll join with the school district sending letters to parents of kids with five or more days of unexcused absences. Kids who are truant may be directed to various county resources to help them keep up their attendance. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Math scores in Montgomery County schools missed their targets last year. That's according to a report presented to the county's Board of Education. We get some details from WTOP's Luke Lukert. Superintendent Monifa McKnight. We've seen some growth in literacy, and we've seen some decline in math, and specifically at the secondary level. The target was for 64% of students to be proficient at their math level. According to data collected by the district, only about 61% met expectations. Middle schoolers seem to suffer the most in their math scores. Less than half of eighth graders met the district's measures. The school district did surpass its expectations in literacy. The target was for two-thirds of students to meet their reading level. Data showed almost 72% met that requirement. Luke Luker, WTOP News. It was nice while it lasted, but that free ride on the new express lanes of I-66 has now ended. And as we reported early yesterday morning in traffic, tolls and HOV requirements on the I-66 express lanes between Route 29 in Gainesville and Route 28 in Centerville are now in effect. These tolls will vary based on traffic volume. Drivers will see the listed price on signs before making the choice to enter. And drivers can pay by Easy Pass or online afterwards. Yeah. <laughs>
And imagine witnessing the birth of a big baby weighing 122 pounds and measured six feet tall. Well, that's what visitors at the Virginia Zoo got to see after a giraffe unexpectedly gave birth right in front of them. Amara, an endangered Maasai giraffe, gave birth to her ninth calf on September 9, according to a Facebook post from the zoo. Maasai giraffes, one of four giraffe subspecies, are categorized as endangered by the International Union for the Conservation of Nature. Found throughout Tanzania and Kenya, the giraffes have faced significant population decline due to poaching and habitat loss. Coming up after traffic and weather, as midterm campaigns kick into high gear, members of both parties find common ground over beer. It's 507. As a civilian federal employee, you care about your family's future. Births, graduations, weddings. So when life is moving too fast, WEPA is there for you. For over 75 years, WEPA has supported civilian feds in moments big and small through group term life insurance. Your family is your whole world, so let WEPA help protect their future. Visit WAEPA.org today. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 508. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Here's Carlos in the traffic center. Thanks, Liz. We'll start off in Virginia if you're headed in the uh, Fairfax area. Headed along Main Street. Looks like the accident scene has uh, the westbound side completely uh, blocked in either direction. Now, a police did initially say that they had all lanes blocked in all directions, but as of now, it looks like as you make your way past Whitaker Road, the far left lane is blocked in either direction. So traffic does get by along the right-hand side of the roadway. Just watch out for the response. It was an accident scene that did happen there along Main Street as you make your way through uh, Fairfax. Westbound side of 66 between 123 and the Fairfax County Parkway. Still got the work zone along the left-hand side of the roadway, but almost no delays whatsoever. Keep in mind that the ramp from westbound 66 onto 50 is currently closed as well. In the district, M Street is shut down for fire department activity. It's between 18th Street and 19th Street. And because of that, of course, 19th Street is shut down as well between Jefferson Place and M Street. Finally, if you're headed westbound on Maryland 175, all lanes are closed between I-95 and Waterloo Road. That's 108. You're going to want to follow police direction to get around this one. The ramps from I-95 onto westbound 175 are closed for that reason as well. While we're out there, uh, Darnstown Road is still shut down between Seneca Road and Germantown Road. That's for an overnight accident scene. Paraton, doing the can't be done for national security because our way of life depends on it. Visit Paraton.com for more info. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Here's Storm Team 4, Steve Prince of Alley. Early on this Sunday, partly to mostly cloudy skies. We begin the day in the 50s. Later on Sunday, a bit of early sunshine will give way to increase in clouds as a cold front approaches. Breezy with afternoon showers, maybe a thunderstorm. Temperatures will max out in the upper 70s to near 80. Cold front pushing through the area will swing through during your Sunday night. So any storms are over with by midnight. And then we'll see a better day on Monday. Sun and clouds breezy and Refreshing upper 70s. Tuesday's partly sunny, mid 70s, partly cloudy, breezy, cooler on Wednesday, low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley. 61 degrees in DuPont Circle, 58 in Germantown, and 55 degrees.
trees in Annandale. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 511. Politics. Power. And the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. The true details of Republicans' agenda are too frightening for most American voters. The Democrats have no plan for the problem they created. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer and the House's top Republican, Kevin McCarthy, each speaking in the battleground state of Pennsylvania as the midterm campaigns kick into high gear. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and attacks on each party will only get louder and sharper in the weeks to come. But at Nationals Park recently, Republican and Democratic lawmakers were gathered together. Beer, it turns out, can be bipartisan. For the fifth year, Anheuser-Busch sponsored its Brew Across America Congressional Brewing Competition. It requires a Democrat and a Republican to come together to create their own beer with the help of a brewery. And while members of both parties don't agree on a lot, they do agree it's nice to drop the partisanship in the name of a refreshing adult beverage. We have pop up there, brewed by Congresswoman Nora Torres, Congressman Alex Moody, and the Anheuser-Busch Los Angeles Brewery. One of the bipartisan pairs competing included New Hampshire Democratic Congressman Chris Pappas and Texas Republican Tony Gonzalez. Pappas says it's been helpful to collaborate with Gonzalez. The whole goal here in Washington is to find more partners that you can work with. So this is one creative way that Anheuser-Busch has come up with to encourage that. And uh, we've got some creative brewmasters that we worked with. So, you know, they're the genius behind this. And uh, hopefully this opens the door for more people to partner together in Washington. Gonzalez, who worked with Pappas on their Sugar House Ale, agrees. Chris is great. We worked together on a couple pieces of legislation, and now we're making beer together. He's, he's worked really hard on this, and uh, I feel good about tonight's chances. Well, at least one day we're having a beer together after work, and we should find more opportunities to do that. It's a shame more lawmakers don't get together because D.C. makes you drink. I don't care what side of the party you're on, so what better way to build a beer together? Among the others in the competition was Reaching Across the Ale, a beer from Virginia Republican Ben Klein and Massachusetts Democrat Jared Golden. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. You can hear the entire podcast of The Week on the Hill on the podcast DC app or wherever you get your podcasts. And for the WTOP Mystery Newsmaker Contest, listen Saturday and Sunday mornings during the 8 a.m. hour. We'll play the voice of someone you've heard in the news this week on WTOP. Be the first caller at 855-885-1035 to correctly identify the Mystery Newsmaker and win a family four-pack of tickets to see Beyond King Tut, the immersive experience at the National Geographic Museum. That's the mystery newsmaker from WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, a victory for Navy while Maryland falls. Frank's on the way with sports. 514. Everyone deserves the opportunity for a meaningful career. But people with disabilities are often underemployed, underpaid, and overlooked for employment. So how can we create a fully inclusive world? One that empowers people with disabilities to live, work, and thrive in our communities. For the past 60 years, Melwood has been fighting for more equitable employment in the disability space. We're not done yet and would love for you to join us. Help us make a difference in the lives of people with disabilities in our community. Your generous support can provide a chance for professional development, access to training, and financial independence. 
Join us as we break down barriers, dismantle stereotypes, and reimagine the workforce of the future. We've accomplished so much over the past 60 years, but together we can achieve even more. For more information about how you can create a more inclusive world for people with disabilities, visit melwood.org forward slash donate. When you're buying a new home, Cap Center has everything you need with a collaborative mortgage and realty team all under one roof. As an IT manager, communication is important to me. Cap Center was upfront and gave me the savings and responsive service I expect. I will certainly work with them again. Put Cap Center's team of local experts to work for you. Save time and money with zero closing costs. Cap Center. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit capcenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Frank Hanrahan. Big victory for Navy football. Double-digit underdogs go on the road and beat East Carolina in double overtime. 23-20, first win of the season for the mids. Maryland falls in number four, Michigan, 34-27. Terps are now 3-1 and one on the season. They get Michigan State next Saturday back in College Park. Georgetown falls to Columbia, 42-6. Bowie State beats St. Augustine's 36-20. Nationals fall at Miami, 4-1. Only run coming from Joey Manessis, a solo homer. Eric Fetty took the loss. The Nats' 99th loss of the season. They'll try to avoid the sweep on Sunday afternoon at Miami. Atlanta's Kyle Wright becomes the first 20-game winner in the majors this season as Atlanta beat the Phillies 6-3. The Orioles collapse late and fall at home to the Houston Astros as uh, H-Town gets its 100th victory of the season. Commanders at 1-1 one one hosting the 2-0 Philadelphia Eagles Sunday 1 o'clock at FedEx Field. And despite uh, this being a road game in the division, the Eagles still favored by six and a half points. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. After a rough week on Wall Street, holiday travel expected to cost more this year. Experts advise booking early for that holiday travel before prices go up even more. And after mounting losses in Ukraine, Russia's president is now calling up their military reservists, a move that's not going over well in Russia. Young men looking to dodge the draft are fleeing by air and land, leaving backups at border exits out of the country. Neighbors turned out for a rally in Temple Hills, part of Prince George's County State. State's attorney Aisha Brave Boyd's program to decrease crime outside of arrest and prosecutions. The rally also connected residents with job skills, training, and information. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. And Pink Floyd co-founder Roger Waters has canceled concerts planned in Poland. The cancellations come amid outrage over Waters' stance on Russia's war against Ukraine. City councilors in Krakow were expected to vote next week on a proposal to name Waters as a persona non grata after he wrote an open letter to Ukraine's first lady this month. In it, he blamed what he called extreme nationalists in Ukraine for the war. He also criticized the West for supplying Ukraine with weapons, and he blamed Washington in particular. Lindy Kenyon, CBS News. It's 518. 
traffic and weather on the 8th to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Liz. If you're headed westbound on uh, Maryland 175, all lanes are currently closed. Traffic cannot make their way past I-95 here on the westbound side. Uh, in addition to that, the ramps from I-95 onto westbound 175 are closed as well for obvious reasons. You'll be forced to take the eastbound ramp. Otherwise, you're going to need to find an alternate route. Elsewhere, if you're headed through the Darnstown area, all lanes still blocked between Seneca Road and Germantown Road. That's for an accident scene that did knock over a power pole, a utility pole, and knocked over the wires as well. So they have to finish up those repairs. If you're headed eastbound on 370 after 355, the right lane is currently blocked with a work zone. No delays because of this one. Across the Bay Bridge, they have wrapped up two-way traffic. You have your standard traffic patterns now with three lanes taking you westbound and two taking you back eastbound. Inner loop of the Beltway. Looks like they're setting up a work zone as you head past the exit for Arena Drive. Uh, looks like the two left lanes are currently blocked, so do stay to the right. Hearing about an accident seen on the inner loop of the Beltway past Eisenhower Avenue. Just heard it over the scanner. Sounds like it may be over on the shoulder, though, so watch out for it regardless. Westbound side of 66. It does seem like the work zone is in the clearing stages. However, they're still out there between 123 and about Route 50. They should be along the left-hand side of the roadway, and according to VDOT, the ramps to Route 50 are are still closed. However, they did say 5 a.m. hour is right around when they were going to clear things up, so hopefully that will open up very soon. I-95 looks great towards the Springfield Interchange and no issues on 395. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Now to, to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Good morning, Clay. How are you? Good morning, Liz. Doing well, doing well. Great Sunday, everyone. Well, we're going to wake up to temperatures about 10 degrees warmer than they were yesterday morning. Many people stepped out to grab the morning paper and they said, ouch, I need that jacket and uh, maybe that baseball cap. Temperatures across the area in the 50s right now and low 60s inside the belt where we're looking forward to early peaks of sunshine, but it's going to be a mostly cloudy Sunday. Winds from the southwest ahead of that frontal boundary will make us warmer, but also increase the threat of showers, particularly in the afternoon. Right around that football game, probably halftime, you'll start to see some showers advancing from west to east across our area. Could be a quick rumble of thunder. They'll be clearing out later on the afternoon evening we'll have gradual clearing back to work back to school tomorrow temperatures seasonal highs in the 70s sunshine both monday and tuesday area airports temperatures right now under fair skies include reagan national 61 degrees dallas 57 and bwi coming in at 59 degrees thanks so much clay the forecast brought to you by lynn the plumber trusted same day service seven days a week coming up on wtop a gathering to remember fallen firefighters who died in the line of duty it's 521 Here's Dr. Tanu Luke, the Chief Strategy and Innovation Officer for the Securities and Exchange Commission on the discussion Exploring AI-Powered Automation for IT Operations, sponsored by IBM. We have various tools and technologies and divisions that I'm looking at and exploring or using artificial intelligence, machine learning, and RPA. If you're talking about domains right now, artificial intelligence and RPA technologies, robotic process automation, just has applications across the board. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Sir IBM. Today, what government needs most is creativity. So let's create AI with integrity, not bias. Security that protects your data anywhere. Cloud management that requires less management. And data fabric instead of data silos. Let's create at scale right now. Together. Let's prototype. Let's tweak. Let's test. Let's adapt. Let's create something that changes everything. IBM. Let's create. 
Learn more at IBM.com. 522 and money news coming up. Space tourism is skyrocketing. Check out DC News Now, your new local news station in the DMV. With more reporters in the field than anyone else and four locations throughout the DMV, we have late news, but not too late. Join us on DC News Now at 9 p.m. Visit dcnewsnow.com slash watch to check your local listings, mornings, evenings, and late news that's not too late. We'll see you there. Once again, MedStar Washington Hospital Center is ranked among the nation's top cardiology and heart surgery hospitals by the U.S. News & World Report Best Hospitals 2122 Survey. MedStar Washington Hospital Center ranked number 30 out of over 4,500 U.S. hospitals and is the only cardiac center in the Washington, D.C. and Northern Virginia region to be ranked in this elite group of cardiology and heart surgery hospitals. For more information about the MedStar Heart and Vascular Institute, visit MedStarHealth.org. This is WTOP News. 523 firefighters and families of fallen members gathered in D.C. on Saturday to memorialize those who died in the line of duty. The ceremony was held at St. Patrick's Catholic Church in Northwest. A bell rang for all 102 members of the D.C. Fire and EMS Department who died in its 150-year history. Angelique Williams-Wilkinson's was only eight years old when her father, John T. Williams, died. She spoke with our NBC4 News partner. I knew he loved doing it. He would go there on his days off, but I never thought that this would have happened to him. Angelique's father fell through an overhang and into a basement while searching for trapped victims. John Williams' name is mounted in a call box at 14th and H Street Northwest across the street from where he died in 1984. A woman was attacked from behind as she was going into a Montgomery County apartment Friday morning. Detectives from the Special Victims Unit say this happened just after 1030 as she was entering her apartment in the 800 block of Northampton Drive, just north of Langley Park. The suspect was said to be wearing a black ski mask and a black hooded sweatshirt. This investigation is ongoing. And parents have the responsibility of keeping their babies and children safe. This month especially, some experts are helping moms and dads do just that. September is Baby Safety Month. We try to make sure that parents have the information they need to use their products correctly and to choose the right products for their children. Joe Colella is with the Juvenile Products Manufacturers Association, which focuses on different areas of safety each week this month. For instance, at home, make sure no loose furniture can fall on young ones and make sure cabinets with any dangerous chemicals are locked. We recommend that parents get down on their hands and knees actually daily so that they can see their home from their child's perspective. He suggests keeping the number of poison control handy just in case. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Lisa Mateo. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Financial services company UBS estimates the space travel market will be worth $3 billion by 2030. But with prices for receipt aboard Blue Origin and Virgin Galactic out of this world, space fans are learning you don't have to be a billionaire to experience weightlessness. Companies are offering everything from zero-pressure balloon trips to simulated zero-gravity flights. What you're experiencing on our plane is exactly what astronauts who are going to space are basically getting the chance to feel before they make that trip. Matt Goad is CEO at Zero Gravity Corporation. For $8,200, participants hop on board a modified Boeing 720. 
27200, which flies in parabolic arcs, allowing you to float as if you were in space. Demand is skyrocketing, and research flights are driving growth. All these things going on with space stations, Mars, Moon, they're looking for an environment. How do they test things that will act in space? And we are the accessible way to do it. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Lisa Mateo on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, the latest on... This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. What will it take to conserve 10 billion acres of ocean, 1.6 billion acres of land, and over 600,000 miles of river? What will it take to protect and restore natural habitats in over 70 countries around the world and in all 50 states here at home? What will it take? You. Together, we will make it happen. It's in our nature. See how your gift can help at nature.org. The Nature Conservancy. Protecting nature. Preserving life.